The views and opinions expressed on this show are those of the sponsor, Gulf Coast Air Care. Welcome back to the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr. Happy Wednesday. Happy talking to you, too. Thanks for dropping into our text line here at News Radio 923. The number is 850 437 1620. That's 437 1620. Our next expert up, our friends from Gulf Coast Air Care. We are joined by Todd and Sam this morning. They took a break from wrestling possums so they can take all your questions this morning. So, again, that number is 437 1620. We're going to talk some spring cleaning. Uh, maybe share some stories if you need some tips and guidance if you're starting to feel the sniffles and the allergies like the rest of us are and maybe something's going on and need a little extra help in your home or your business just text in those questions if you would like to ask further questions head online gulfcoastaircare.com or call 850-934-2768 for gulf coast air care good morning let's start with air filters if you don't have a good air filter you definitely are one you are one you That's are the, the easiest filter. thing you can do just yep. go you know Look at what well, that house yesterday. She took pictures of these filters that we changed. We did a service call late in the afternoon, and she's like, That's my husband's job. And Sam was like, Ooh, <laughs> so yeah, real nasty. He's like, Uh-oh. Do you want to get a picture of this? And so, I, you know, I hope we didn't throw the guy under the bus, but oh. for his, they're selling a house in North Carolina, or they're moving back and forth, so he wasn't here to defend himself. But yeah, the air filter is just change your air filter. I you mean, because that'll it on the calendar, it well, it'll help you, you know, get all that particulate and all that stuff out of there. If you don't have an easy, convenient, good air filter. It, you know, if you don't have a, uh, you have a size that's not easy to find, Sam is awesome at building filter frames for whatever we need. So he does that on a pretty regular basis, right? So yeah, I've I've gotten pretty good at it <laughs> by necessity. Yeah. You're good at it now. So, okay, yeah. I like it. So we can help you with any oddball sizes. You know, hard to reach frame. You know, just whatever it is, call us and we'll help you. Eight five zero nine three four twenty seven sixty eight or gulfcoastaircare dot com. We have a little video on our website that kind of shows. I've seen a lot of people say, "Oh yeah, I saw that video. How you change that? That's that really seems like it's easy and cool, mm-hmm. and it, it'll help your dust load." So. Oh, absolutely, and you know we have these days where, like, maybe today would be a nice day to pop the windows open, you know, let some fresh air in, but you will see some dust settle and a little bit. Allergens. Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, it's warm enough right now that I'm seeing like the azaleas popping out everywhere. Yep. So pretty soon we'll have that yellow covering over everybody's car from the pine trees and that stuff migrates indoors. So if you're allergic, you you know, you just got to be sensible on, on the allergens and the particulate that comes in the house. But, Mm -hmm. and you know, if you haven't cleaned a ductwork in 25 years, probably time to get all that stuff out of there from years past. Yeah. I would say. This is a nice time of year too. If you have animals and you're, you're, you know, you kind of are trying to do like a big sweep, a big clean, you want your carpets clean, you want all that cleaned, right? Um, I was seeing like, don't just clean places you see because the dust is at the other places too. And so that kind of 
Yeah. It's like the ductwork. You know, because I'm going to do some new spots after the show, and I wrote some bullet points. And one of the things is the ductwork is out of sight, out of mind. It's in the attic, so you don't really think of it until you get stuff blown out of the vent on the ceiling or you you have, you know, black mold showing up around the grills or you're seeing all this dust load or like earlier this week, there's no airflow because a... What's a group of possums called, Sam? Uh, Possumites. Like a pod of whales and a pride of lions and an army of possums because they destroyed this duck system that we put in two years ago. They're pretty gnarly. They got some sharp oh, teeth on Oh, my God. Them. It's bad. So... We we actually didn't. Did you guys see possums on that job? Uh, I mean, we just saw the cats going in there. <laughs> so there's feral cats. We've seen it, possums before. It's called a possel. <laughs> yeah, a po- a passel of possums. <laughs> a passel of possums. The they were rough on it. You know, it was off grade under this house, and they just destroyed everything. And Sam's brother, my other son's, live in there, and he's like, "My air doesn't work," and I was like, "It's working fine." And then we go up under the ductwork. I didn't go up under. Look at this. I I didn't fit up under this house, but when Sam went under, he's like, "Oh my gosh, this is not good." Oh. So then, yeah. and I I don't know how what, what three or four times we'd taken possums out of this house, out of the attic from underneath the house. Mm-hmm. It's because Sam used to live over there for a while, and yeah. so like, how often should you check for critters? Because usually you can kind of hear them like. Yeah, yeah. Right? I hear that all the time. People say, oh, I hear noises at night. You know, I noticed at the shop, we have a spot where the squirrels were getting in our attic at the shop. And late in the day, I'd be there working late or whatever. And that's when I'd hear the noise. When it's when it's the house is active or the business is active and there's noise going on, you don't really hear anything. But as soon as it gets quiet, then all yeah. of a sudden you hear this. At night. What is that? Yeah. And then... Yeah, squirrels are, are bad at getting in because they're they'll creatures get, of habit. Rats, yep. they'll chew the ductwork up. The ductwork, wiring, yeah, everything. Yeah. They just... Every, so <laughs> I ran into this guy one time. We were talking about stories. So he's got an older home with a lead um, wrap around the stack pipes for his plumbing going yep. down. And the the squirrels were chewing this lead. And they, he's like, I got a bunch of crazy squirrels around here. And I got up on the roof. This was a long time ago. I got actually got on this guy's roof. I was like, man, you have this lead coating, and it looks like they've been chewing this lead over here. And no wonder the squirrels are all crazy. Yeah. So, I mean, and they just, they, were high. they, they get, they yeah, were they were messed to death. up, man. Oh, my so, word. I don't know what lead poisoning does to a squirrel, but it ain't good when they get in the attic because they just go crazy. Yeah. So, like, and, you know, that's one of the things that we help you with is, you know, it's kind of out of sight, out of mind. Yeah. I, I, you know, I, I, call my young guys as skinny boys. I was like, let me get the skinny boys over here and get up in your attic. I can get up into a lot of attics and, you know, I'm prairie dogging or gopher hole and I'm getting up there <laughs> looking. But if we got to go all the way in the back, we send Sam, get we send Will, Andrew, yep. yeah, those guys. And they'll go back in there and kind of look and see what's going on and figure out like, oh, yeah, this is a problem. Yeah. I, I mean. Like, Big Daddy wouldn't have seen this from the attic ladder. <laughs> Well, and it's better just to go ahead and get it done now. We've mentioned that a lot. This is definitely the time to uh, get people up there while it's not 90 degrees because it's nice out, 76 yeah. and cloudy right now. By the now. middle or third week of April, we're putting our heat surcharge on there because the attics get 100 degrees and then it becomes a brutal workplace. So well, it becomes dangerous. Now's the time sure. to call us for, you know, if you think you have a problem and you're not sure, 
you know, we'll come out, do an inspection and, and give you a quote on and our opinion on what we feel like you need to have done. And then we can go forward from there. And if you have to wait till fall, you have all summer to budget for that work or, you know, we can help you immediately or, um, you know, and there's oftentimes there's a lot of people involved like this one. A friend of mine owned that rental house with the possums. Mm -hmm. So we took care of all the stuff. But oftentimes you got to get a, uh, a wildlife uh, company, a pest control company and seal up all the stuff that where they're getting in. Oh, yeah. Because rats and squirrel. I mean, if you can stick your thumb in a hole, a rat can get through there. They flatten out their jaw and get through there and then Ew. they just make a mess. They'll chew on the duck to get it to sweat. So they have a moisture source and. It's just not good. So, yeah, it was. Uh, I think I remember during COVID, we had, we heard something, and this was in our rental. So we set out one of the. <laughs> we call. It, I mean, my father-in-law called it a leprechaun trap, but um, a little live trap, right? Right. For a possum to so fit in. So you just get lucky enough to get stuck on there. Exactly. Is that the leprechon part of it, or what? Yeah, and I mean, I've caught some <laughs> possums in there. You put something in, you catch them, and I won't tell you what we do with them, but <laughs> have a problem, but. There was a rat one time. He was a big boy. Yeah. And we lived over by the water, so they kind of like to be where the Just water is. Nasty. But they, they, this rat got his head stuck in the leprechaun trap, in the live trap. And... <laughs> I was just like, what do you do? Like, just, I don't know, you know, snap his neck, get him out, whatever. No, right. my neighbors were all humane about it, like putting dish soap on and shit. They were so nice. And I'm like, the whole time. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. I would just probably. You know, the bigger majority of the ones we find are dead ones because they stink. Mm. They are horrible, you know, and then you've chased somebody out of the house. They're like, I can't even stay in there. It is so bad. So we go up, find them, take them out, you know, and that's, uh, you know, that's kind of problematic. And you know, people ask me, well, what should I do now? Well, if they've been inside the ductwork oh, yeah. with the viruses that they carry, the hunter yeah. virus is really bad. And the, you know, the excrement that they leave behind, the, the urine, the droppings and all that, you got to change that ductwork out. Right. That's something we can help you with. But, you know, some of the ones where it's just, if they've been in there, um, you, you can kind of get that insulation back and then clean that system. It, you know, and you got to have somebody who can evaluate. Sure. Uh, you got to have a skinny boy like Sam to go up in there. and He fits in the ductwork. We yeah, get it. It's like, all right, Sam, go get <laughs> some pictures and let's talk. <laughs> so, he's like a pipe cleaner. It's yeah, really awesome. Yeah, you know. It's and great. you're so, so tall, too. You can kind of just probably lean into the crawl space Oh, upstairs. you know. I was like, can you reach that? He's like, oh, yeah, I don't need to get a ladder I don't need for this a one. I'll just get the, you know, eight-foot ceiling. It's he can reach it flat-footed. It's always impressive so. to me, though. <laughs> I have to do a couple of, you know, Michael Jordan jumps. I'm yeah, like, yeah, I got this. It. So, anyways. <laughs> yeah, I think this is the time of year. Spring cleaning, getting things done. Um I have a question coming in. Let me see. 850-437-1620. How long does it take to get the ductwork clean? Do you do the inspection first before you clean? Or can we just go ahead and get the ductwork clean? And how long does it take? That's an excellent question. Hmm. So we like to go out and look at the duct system because we get oftentimes if we quote you over the phone, I mean, we, we can get the money pretty close. But we get out there, and the ductwork is not in a serviceable condition. I mean, okay. some ductwork has a, a service life to it. And so we want to look at it first, do an estimate, 
and do an inspection and then give you a, a quote, a written quote on what it's going to do to clean this or what we need to do to, you know, clean part of it, change part of it out, make sure it's not damaged, all that sort of thing. Right. So call us ahead. We'll do a, it's a free estimate and inspection. We'll come out, look and see what you've got going on and then put it in the schedule. <clears throat> Typically when we get a duct cleaning job in the schedule, um, it's a half day, one day job. Mm-hmm. maybe a house with two or three systems in it. We'll put an extra guy on the crew and then we're still a one day job. I haven't had a two day duck cleaning in uh, forever. It's been a long time. Okay. Um, you know, and, and uh, so if you're thinking about having an air conditioner change out, they pull the old equipment out. We hook up and clean the ductwork through the heater closet when the old unit's out. Yeah. And then you've got a completely refurbished duct system and they can put it back in. Now, that typically is a one, it can be a one day, but it's typically a two day. They'll pull the unit and we'll clean the ductwork. And then the next day they'll come back and put the new equipment in outside unit, the condenser and inside unit, the air handler. But that's the best way to clean the duct system. And then we get a chance to refurbish everything, uh, cleaning, coating, uh, fungistat, bacteriostat, if you need that kind of thing. We see a lot of mold. Mm -hmm. I mean, just mold is kind of, it's, you know, it's a common thing because of our humidity here in this climate on the coast. So, uh, but that's the best way to do a, um, a change out and a duct cleaning at the same time. There's a bunch of companies that we work with that, you know, they'll pull the unit. We'll get in there and clean the duct work. And so we can coordinate with you. And we have put a priority on that work because there's another company involved. Plus the customer's home is, you know, tied up for an extra day. So. Sure. But yeah, that, so. Um, good question. Yeah. One day job, half day job. Okay. Excellent. Um, question here with your experience, do you prefer a Remy Halo LED or an ionizer unit installed in the indoor heat pump HVAC unit? HVAC unit excuse good me. question. Good question. So uh, I am not a fan of ionized particles in the, in the house because an ionized particle is a negative single ion. So it's an O1 molecule. If you put it to an O2 molecule, which there's a lot of oxygen around, you get O3, which is ozone, which is a lung and iron throat irritant. So I will not install anything that does ionized particles. Now, it helps for odor, and it helps for, um, uh, you know, we use ozone, and we use ionizing type stuff after remediation, typically in fire jobs. So as far as the UV goes, the Remy Halo usually sits up in the plenum up in the top of the ductwork. If you want effective ultraviolet, you've got to have evaporator coil covered in UV light. So that is the wet coil that's in your air handler, in your furnace inside. That UV light needs to be shining directly on that coil. That's what the manufacturers say. In my experience of doing um, UV for the last 18, 19 years, it's only effective if it's close proximity to the coil and it shines that light because the... <clears throat> the C band of UV light kills on a cellular level. So if you go to the beach and you don't have sunscreen on, A and B UV is what gives you sunburn. The C band of UV light is what kills microbial growth on a cellular level. And these tubes put off UVC light. And you need to have them close to the source of what's going on. So right. that, um, that wet evaporator coil is the source of all kinds of trouble in there. It, it you know, it's got coil fins and radiator fins in it. it uh, stuff accumulates on it. Plus it's wet. It's dark in there. I mean, so the UV light, in my opinion, for it to be most effective, 
needs to be on the coil surface. And they make a two-part one where you have a bulb on the coil and another cartridge like the Remy Halo or mm -hmm. the APCO up in the plenum, which, you know, sets up a sterilizing light field. So those are really effective. They're a lot more expensive, obviously. Right. But, um, you know, if we can help you with uh, UV information or other questions, call us at the office, 850-934-2768. Um, I like Fresh Air. They're a Florida company. They just got bought up by one of the big consolidators. Okay. They use American-made products. Um, and, you know, they have they offer lifetime warranty on their power supplies and that kind of stuff. So um, I, I've been really happy with the Fresh Air products that we use specifically at Gulf Coast Air Care. Okay, excellent. Thank you for that question. Sure. Yeah, that's a good it's question. Very good questions coming in. 952 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. I'm Jenna Barr here with Todd St. Ors. And Sam is here this morning, gulfcoastaircare.com. If you need Sam to crawl around for you in your crawl space, take a look at things, 850-934-2768. I don't know if he'll remove the possum for you or... Only if it's dead, it. and that's by... You know, we haven't had a dead possum in a long time. I had a dead raccoon one time that it was, oh, that was brutal. It was a long yeah, time, time ago. What year was that? It was spring. It was right after spring break at a school. Oh, no. And it got in during spring break. And then, oh, no. like, oh my God, the kids are coming back. You got to help us. And I was like, I got over there and like, oh, there's a big mama. Yeah. And the babies were gone and she no. died. Yeah. She got wedged into a spot and. Couldn't get out. It was ugly. Yeah, oh, so. that's so sad. Yeah. I know. One time I found a dead squirrel, and I just found it with my nose because I was like, what is that smell? And I followed really it. Bad. It is not good. It's not good. I mean, anything decaying is and they, You good. know, I mean, there, there's a lot of activity. It's, you know, you sit out in the yard, and, and we spend a lot of time outdoors right now because it's beautiful weather oh, yeah. and all that. But you see how active the birds and the squirrels and the oh, very critters active. are moving around. So, you know, that's a time where if you hear anything, you better mm -hmm. alert somebody to come have a look and see what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Now is the time. Uh, so we also have, since it's March, we have our new newsletter, right? Yeah. And um, well, the offer page didn't come out of the printer there, so I'm sorry. Oh, that's I don't okay. Remember what it is? That's okay. Um, I'll guess. Going on. I'll guess. So we're talking about uh, spring chores and spring cleaning and all that. Go outside and find your drain line for your air conditioner because it's out there. It's buried under the leaves that have fallen all winter. Oh, my goodness. And the then, leaves uh, are crazy right now. You know, we're, so we, and, and the article this month is about using your bath fan to, to eliminate the humidity. You know, it's the time of year where, of course, <laughs> I've tormented a lot of people up north after their snowstorms, ice storms and all that, because we have our air running. But if right. you don't have the air running, you don't have any dehumidification coming from your HVAC system. It's got to be an AC uh, mode for it to pull the humidity out. Mm -hmm. And... Um, so the other thing that you have to help with that is after somebody takes a steamy Hollywood shower, mm -hmm. you got to turn that bath fan on and move all that humidity and all that um, uh, moisture, that bulk moisture out of the bathroom, out of that into the house. Otherwise, it just sits there uh, and it got, doesn't get taken out by the air conditioner because it's really not warm enough for the AC to take it out. So... Yeah, I know like the, the rule of thumb is if you don't have a window, use the bath fan. If you don't have a bath fan, make sure you crack the window. That's how we well, like... Well, the code used to say an operable window or a bath fan. Yeah. Well, who in Florida opens their bathroom window when they're in the bathroom we taking like, a shower or whatever? It's like, yeah. that's not realistic. We live in a sauna, so... And and they, it used to be able to, you could terminate it within a foot of the pit, the the 
ridge vent mm-hmm. at the top of the house. Well, all you do is dump that moisture in the attic and it's coming right back into the house. So mm-hmm. now you have to have positive mechanical ventilation going out of the building envelope and operable window is not. And so if you have a situation where you don't have a bath fan or you want it switched out from one of these little, you know, about this big pulling 30 CFMs yeah. and you want to pull 100 CFM, a cubic foot per minute is about the amount of air in a basketball. Since the basketball tournament's down there, sure. let's talk yeah, basketball. That's right. So a cubic foot per minute is about the amount of air in a basketball. And in a standard, you know, not huge bathroom, you should have 75 CFM airflow, 50 at a minimum, and 110 is great for ventilating and making sure that all that moisture doesn't stay in the bathroom, in the house, in the master suite, wherever, you know, those, those showers and baths are taking place. Yeah, you definitely want to get that moisture out. It'll right, just sit so there. You'll notice everything. Ugh, it'll use just, your bath fan. You know, yeah. and you, if you have kids, you're, you're constantly telling them, turn the bath fan when you guys are on in there, and they never do it. You know, I mine's on a switch. So if I brush my teeth, on a, it's on a timer. If I brush my teeth, that thing's going to run 10 minutes just because I'm in the bathroom and turn the water on. And it just helps ventilate that end of the house because mine is, you know, the air conditioner's at one end of the house and the heater closet out in the garage and then the master's at the other end of the house. So it makes, that's the V part of HVAC ventilation. It makes a huge difference Mm -hmm. and it'll help your dust load go down. You know, you'll just be moving airflow through the house. You won't have that stagnant, humid air sitting in there. Yeah. That that lady yesterday, she was running her, it was the last day of February. Sure. She ran her thermostat at 68 degrees. Because the humidity was super elevated. Oh, oh, okay, yeah. Right, and oh, yeah. Sam said oh, it could be humidity, and so we had that conversation about right. what was going on. So yeah, if it's if you have to run it that low, that's constantly. because the humidity's not yeah. right. Yeah, you know. So and don't pump it if you don't have to pump it. Excuse me, that low. Don't pump it that low. Right. right. No, it doesn't need to be that low. The humidity levels are great when they're at fifty percent or little lower you know when you're at 55 to 45 that's the comfort zone right if you're above 60 or 65 on a regular basis you got enough moisture in there to grow mold and then that becomes a problem you know we do these inspections all the time like what'd you find up there sam and he shows me these moldy furry pictures of duct systems that Mm. you know one it's old and leaky it's -hmm. not really serviceable and they've been running the thermostat to get comfortable below 70 degrees, mm. you know, and then everything's sweating like the outside of a glass iced tea or things at dew point. And, yep. you know, at that point, duct cleaning kind of moves over to a prioritization of, you know, duct refurbishment or duct renovation. And we do a lot of that. Okay. I but get it done now, right? Now's the time. It's, it's the first of March. Yeah. You got, got a few days. Call us at the office. Vanessa is awaiting your call at the office. Shout out to Vanessa this morning. Appreciate her being there for us, taking care of, uh, you know, she makes sure me and Sam get in. Uh, I'm not going to say it on there. Oh, we get a, a lot of play. We go all around three counties. Okay. You get it. All over hell and half of Georgia. You could also put on a, a tour as well, right? Yes. You could be a tour we're on guide. the duck cleaning tour. Yeah. yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good way to put it. 2003 duck cleaning tour. 2023 duck cleaning tour. Exactly. It we happens every day. Some t-shirts made. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I can feel it in the air. <laughs> <laughs> Sam's wearing one of our tour t-shirts right now today, yeah. as a matter of fact. <laughs> I like it. There we go. Uh, All right. It's 9.59 here on the Pensacola Expert Panel. You're listening to News Radio 92.3. Thanks for tuning in this morning. And, of course, huge thank you to Sam and Todd for joining us this morning. Change your filter. If you don't have a good air filter, you are one. one. GulfCoastAirCare.com, 850.
934-2768. Don't hesitate to get that spring cleaning done. Thanks again, guys. I'll talk to you in a couple weeks. Listen on air at 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.